Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey, um, Keisha, how are you? Hope you all have had a great day. Hello. 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 Good evening to you. God bless you. God bless you. We are excited to be with you all on this evening. It's Tuesday nights. Yes. Right. Our biblical tools Tuesday, our Bible study night. So we're excited and happy to be with you all on tonight. Um, hope you all had a great day. It's been a messy day. It's been a rainy day. It's been yucky day, but then it turned out to be really beautiful outside. And so uh, we're excited about that as always. So um, hope you all, how are you all doing? Hey, 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 hey. Um, Sister Reams, Evangelist Reams. Oh, Elder Reams, I'm sorry. Hello, how are you, Elder Reams? God bless you. Pastor uh, Marsha, Maria Marshall, God bless you. I be jacking up names, man. I don't know why I even call them because I be jacking up names. Um, <laughs> but we thank God for you all. If I, if I mess up your name, just charge it to uh, my head, not my heart. It's really just um, been a long day. Um, but anyway, so I'm glad you all are with us on this evening. We're going to go into our Bible study lesson. Um, we are excited to be with you all. If you all, for those of one, um, going to look at the replay of this, um, you can also catch this on um, my uh, podcast. Pastor BJ Connections, as well as iTunes, as well um, under Pastor BJ Connections. Um, you can catch that, um, any replays. Also on my YouTube channel, Pastor BJ Connections. Um, I've had a YouTube channel for like forever. I got a few things up there and I didn't realize that it's been years since I've been up there. So I figured out, okay, let's go ahead. Uh, God bless you, mom. How are you? Um, so um, pretty much for us. Um, and so we are um, excited. Um, so if you missed the night and you're catching the replay or you're just out and about and you want to go over it again, you want to listen to it again, you can do just that. As you're coming on, say hello, say hello. Uh, I would love to say hello to you all um, and shout you out if I possibly can. Um, so, um, but you, again, you can catch it on my podcast on Podbean. Um, Pastor BJ Connections, or you can catch it on iTunes, 
Pastor BJ Connections or uh, my YouTube channel. We are actually live on my YouTube channel as well. So you can catch it right there as well. And so we thank God for you all. Again, you all made it through the storm. I hope with no major damages to your homes or your family or anything, your cars, hopefully um, all is still well and all is still intact. And so we thank God for that. Um, hey, Mother Shelley, God bless you. Sister Sharon, God bless you. Thank you for joining us on tonight. Um, we're going to, I got an interesting topic. I was actually, um, um, I was actually, um, meditating on the Lord and the Lord dropped this in my spirit. And I said, God, I don't know how you gonna come out with this one, but, um, we trust God. If he gives us something and he drops something in our spirit, then we go and we try to be obedient to that, which he is saying. And so, um, I think this is a very timely, um, and a very necessary message um, for this evening. Of course, you all know, because I, I, I try to take my time to give you all some substance and all that wonderful good stuff, but not take a whole lot of time and um, during your evening hours. And so, yes, we're going to probably have a part, we're going to have a part two to this. Uh, we might have a part three to this one. Um, I, I think we're going to have a part three to this one, but we definitely going to have a part two to this one. Um, so um, y'all know I like to take you and walk you through the word as well as make sure that you're getting some things to make it applicable to your life, um, that you can apply it to your life. You can walk out the word of God and you can um, believe and trust God's word and grow your relationship with Christ. That's most important that you grow your relationship with Christ. So um, on that note, we're, before we go into the word of God, just by way of announcements, listen, I'm excited. October the 23rd through October the 24th, October the 23rd through October the 24th. You don't want to miss it. It's our Bow Summit 2020, Bow Summit 2020. Uh, business oil and worship, B O W, business oil and worship. And it all has to do with um, the kingdom of heaven and promoting um, um, the believers and God's word and God, what God is. Um, called us to do in the marketplace. So Bow Summit 2020, October the 23rd through the 24th. That Friday night at seven o'clock PM, we will be live. We will be live on my YouTube channel as well as Facebook live. We will be live at seven o'clock PM with none other than Bishop J. Donald Edwards of the Dream Center of Raleigh, North Carolina. He will be with us. He will be ministering with us. He is a prophet. He is a prolific man of God. He is a man of God that can teach the word of God. He is powerful and in his own right, God has blessed this man of God and he is a true prophet of God. I know it to be so. He has spoken several things into my life and over my life that the Lord had given him to speak and to minister to me and they have all come to pass. So I can trust the word of God that comes out of that man of God's mouth. So Bishop J. Donald Edwards of the Dream Center, um, 
7 o'clock p.m. on Friday, October the 23rd. Then on that Saturday, yes, on that Saturday, uh, we will have none other than um, this woman of God by the name of Tiffany Montgomery. If you have not heard of her and you have never heard her, you are truly in for a treat. She is a woman of God. She's a prophetess as well. She uh, walks heavy in the word of God. Not only that, but she is also a multimillionaire. She's been featured in Essence, Ebony, and all that wonderful, good, big gold platform, Business Week, all those things. She's been featured in there. She is not only that, but she is a best-selling author. She is a best-selling author. So with that being said, hey, Alyssa, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Alyssa, a wild world worldwide. Um, you want to check her out every Saturday at 10 a.m. But um, back to the Bow Summit, Tiffany Montgomery, Tiffany Montgomery, she's going to be with us on that Saturday. All right. She's going to be with us that Saturday at 11 a.m. Now, Saturday is a private Zoom session. So that means you're going to be able to come into a private Zoom session sit at the woman of God's feet and glean whatever she has to tell you from the Lord that's going to bless your soul. Um, and she understands that this is a business oil and worship summit and that she's going to be able to minister whatever the Lord has given unto her to minister. But that session is a private Zoom session. You have to register. You have to register for that session. When you register for that session and try to register early, everyone tries to register early, spread the word, tell um, invite somebody, try to register early and you can register and the information is going to be scrolling at the bottom of the screen. You can register by October the 8th and you can register on my website. Go to my website. You'll see BOW Summit, BOW Summit um, 2020. Um, click on that link go there, register. And that way, register early because then that way I can mail you out your registration packet. I can go ahead and mail you out your registration packet. Registration is a small, a small fee of $35, $35 you get. And then I can mail you out your registration packet and you will be prepared for the bow summit. You don't want to miss it. I'm excited about it two power packed days. First, the man of God and then the woman of God is going to come. The man of God is going to just blow your mind. He's going to feed you. That's open to everybody. But that Saturday at 11 a.m., you must register. We already have some people registered already. So seats are limited. So go ahead and register. And that way we can get you all set up and get your registration packet to you. All right. Amen. Thank you all. God bless you all. Let's go to the word of God on tonight. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you on tonight. We thank you for allowing us to gather one more time for this is the day that you have made and we shall rejoice in it and be glad. Thank you for keeping us throughout the storm on today, God. Thank you, Lord God. We pray for those that have lost. We pray for those that have um, suffering from flooding right now. We pray, Lord God, for those that have damages to their houses and their cars and Lord God, even those loved ones today. But Father, we thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, because you are still in control and you still Lord God, command the winds and the waves 
things, God. You still command the atmosphere. And Father, we thank you and we bless you because, Lord God, all shall be well. And Father, we thank you for allowing us to gather one more time. God, I ask that you allow self to sit down and you stand up boldly on the inside. Hide me, Lord God, in Jesus' name. I am not my own, but I'm bought with a price. In Jesus' name, I thank you. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen, and amen. So come on, let's dive into the word of God on tonight. We have something, I think, again, this is going to be probably a part three to this one. We're going to do part one tonight. Next Tuesday, we'll do part two. And I believe we're going to have a part three to this one because I really want to work this. Um, God has really given me a lot with regards to this. And I want to just break it down because I really don't want to keep you all too long on a live feed. Okay. Again, that you can, um, if you miss something and you want to, um, uh, um, come back, look at it again, or you want to listen to the, on the podcast or on my YouTube channel, you can pass the BJ connections. Okay. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about on tonight. Get in, get your word of God. I don't know some of y'all, y'all like love, love those electronics, but I like the paper Bible. Yes, I do. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So let's talk about the word of God. I want you to get in your hearing Isaiah 37, 30 through the 32nd verses. Isaiah, the 37th chapter, the 30 through the 32nd verses. So that's Isaiah, right? Isaiah, um, the 37th chapter, excuse me, 30 through um, 32, those verses. Then I want you to get in your hearing Daniel, the 11th chapter, 32 and the 32nd verse. Look at that. All this 30, all these ending in 32s, right? That's powerful. Um, and then I want you to get in your hearing Joel 2, 28 through 29. Okay. So that's, those are the scriptures that we're going to focus on. We got more scriptures coming along, but um, those are the ones that we're going to read from on tonight. Now I'm going to read out of the King James translation. I'm going to read the King's Lane, King James um, translation. And then I'm going to read the life application Bible right after that, because I want to break it down to you all. Um, I want, uh, I love the way the life application Bible, but I, I definitely believe in reading out of the King James translation. Okay. So go with me very quickly. And the um, scriptures go be scrolling down on the bottom. Uh, Isaiah. Mm-mm. Hold on one quick second. Isaiah. I'm trying not to lose my space, though. Make it easier for me to get to. Isaiah, the um, 37th chapter and the 30th through the 32nd verses. Okay, so let's begin reading God's word. This is the King James translation. 37, 30 through 32. Here begins the reading of God's word, and it reads, And this shall be a sign unto thee, ye shall eat this year such as groweth of itself, and the second year that which springeth of the same. And in the third year sow ye, and reap, and plant vineyards, and eat the fruit thereof. 31st verse and the remnant that should the excuse me and the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward 
Verse 32 says, for out of Jerusalem shall you shall go forth a remnant and they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall do this. Now the life application translation says, then God said to Hezekiah, here is the proof that I am the one who is delivering this city from the king Assyria. This year, he will abandon his siege. Although it is too late now to plant your crops and you will have only volunteer grain for the fall, still it will give you enough seed for a small harvest next year. And Judah will take root again in your own soil and flourish and multiply. Verse 32, for a remnant shall go out from Jerusalem to repopulate the land and the power of the Lord Almighty will cause all this to come to pass. Okay. God bless you, Elder Blunt. God bless you. Um. Let's go to Daniel. Y'all, some of y'all might know this one. This is very familiar. Daniel 11, 32. And the word of the Lord says, and, and such as do wickedly against the covenant show, he corruptly flatters. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Let's read the life application. Excuse me. Yeah, life application. And it says, Daniel 32, he will flatter those who hate the things of God and win them over to his side. Talking about the enemy, right? He will flatter those who hate the things of God and win them over to his side. But the people who know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Last Go to Joel, the second chapter, the 28th through the 29th verses. Mm, let's start at the 26th verse. Let's start at the 26th verse. And it says, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. Verse 27, and ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. That I, that I am the Lord your God and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. Verse 28, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Verse 29, and also upon your and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. Joel, the second chapter, we're going to begin at the 26th verse. And it says, once again, you will have all the food you want. Praise the Lord who does these marvelous, excuse me, praise the Lord who does these miracles for you. Never again will my people experience disaster such as this. Look at that. Never again will my people experience disaster such as this. And you will know that I am here among my people and that I alone am 
the Lord, your God, and my people shall never again be dealt a blow like this. <clears throat> my God. Verse 28, it says, after I have poured out my reins again, I will pour out my spirit upon all of you. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see vision. And I will pour out my spirit even on your slaves, slave men and women alike and put strange symbols in the earth and sky, blood, fire and pillars of smoke. Oh, amen. Thus far, the scriptures. All right, so let's talk about what we're going to talk about on tonight. T tonight, I want somebody to write in there the X Men. The X Men. Somebody write the X Men. That's what I want you to write. The X Men. And then I want you to write the time of the remnant. The X Men. The time of the remnant. Yes, the time of the remnant. All right, so we're going to talk about this and we're going to bring all of this together and we're going to go somewhere on on a little bit on tonight and then we're going to uh, 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 come back next Tuesday and we're going to begin to um, teach some more. So let's go right here. Uh, let's talk about the X-Men. All right. When people talk about the when I say the X-Men, I'm really talking universal. OK, I'm, I'm dealing with male and female. I'm not dealing just with men. I'm talking about um, universal the X-Men. Amen. God bless y'all. X-Men, the X-Men. Um, uh, now let me explain what I'm talking about when I say X-Men. A lot of y'all know what I'm talking about when I talk about the X-Men. I'm talking about, you know, that that uh, uh, Marvel comic series called the X-Men. They used to be Marvel comic and then they developed it into a movie and you have Wolverine, you have uh, uh, all those different uh, X-Men characters and um, Y'all remember the movie? It originated from the comic book, The Marvels, right? Uh, uh, the X-Men, when you look at the X-Men in its totality, the X-Men are a superhero team of mutants found by Professor Charles Xavier, all right? They are dedicated to helping fellow mutants um, and swore their, to protect the world at large. That's what they swore. They, they come together as a team, fellow mutants, and they swore to protect the, the world at large. They had what they call this X gene. That's what that that's what makes them X-Men. They had this X gene that caused them to be different than everybody else. Um, they had superhero power. They can do different things uh, uh, with their power. Right. Um, they were able to do uh, do things that natural human beings cannot do. So they were called X-Men. Um, somebody write the time of the remnant, the time of the remnant. So when we deal with X-Men, um, you got to understand something. It's kind of and, 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 and I'm not saying that we're mutants. I'm not saying believers are mutants. Please don't don't. Don't misunderstand me. I'm saying that there are a group of people called the remnant that God has set aside, that God has chosen for such a time as this. There, there, the similarities is that uh, uh, when you look at the X-Men, there are many similarities to the remnant, except for the mutation, because we don't deal with mutation, okay? Except for the mutation. So what I'm saying is that look at the similarities. The X-Men, they are uh, the ones, they were in the background 
background of everything. They were not out in the open. They were not out in the public. So when we look at the remnant, all right, when we look at the remnant, we find out that the remnant in, in times past and season, they were not out in the open. They were not out in the public, all right? They were in the background. Those that are in the background, those that have been in the background, those that have been working in the background, those that are now coming forth from the background. I think people look at me sometimes and they say, well, gosh, you got a lot going on. But the reality of it is, is that I have no more going on than what I've always had going on. It's just that it's becoming more visible now. That's the only thing is just becoming more visible. I was already doing businesses before I came live. I was already doing a, a full-time job before I came live. I was already writing grants before I came live. I was already serving and giving and feeding people and all this other stuff before I came live. I was doing all those things before I came live. Now it's just more visible than ever before. So the remnant in this hour, those are those, those are the ones that have been in the background. Uh, those are the ones that have survived uh, 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 things that have come into their lives and nobody probably really knew about it. When you look at the X-Men series, you will find out that a lot of these X-Men, they, they survived a lot of things. They had to deal with a lot of things. They could not be out in public because people were not receptive to them. People would not want to see them. They were not accepting of them. And so the remnant is in the same fashion in times past people were not accepting of them the remnant the ones that were looking that looked differently or to, they looked different upon um, because they did not run with the crowd they were not part of the popular people no they weren't no they aren't right they're not part of the popular people they're the, the ones that did not fit in the norm right is there anybody out here that can say like listen I think I might be an x-men right I might be be the one, the remnant that God has set aside for such a time as this, right? And so now the, the X-Men, the remnant, uh, the ones who are uh, the other ones didn't want to acknowledge, all right? The X-Men, people didn't want to acknowledge them. Even their own family did not want to acknowledge them. If you ever watch the series, you will find out, guess what? Their own family did not want to acknowledge them. That's why Charles Xavier started this school for them to be able to come in and be accepted. He trained them to hone their gift in. He trained them to be able to operate and function in their gifting, in their talent, the way that they needed to without losing control. My God. Oh my God. A lot of us are remnants because guess what? God kept us behind the scenes. We were not popular with everybody else. We did not run with the crowd like everybody else. And guess what happened? All right. Now God has taken us and placed us inside, teaching us some things, showing us some things to show that he was developing us all along the way. My God. These are the ones that survived and fought to survive, right? Because even their own families wanted to kill them. Even their own families talked negative about them. Even their own families could not accept them. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everything that has happened to you had to happen because you were chosen by God for such a time as this. Many of you, guess what God is saying? Many of you, God said, now is your time 
time to come forth. If you remember, and I don't remember the series in sequence, even though I love the shows, I really do, but I don't remember the series in sequence, but you will find out that there was a time where they became public. Woo. They were came public. The X-Men became public. Now everybody can see them. Now everybody realized that they weren't so they weren't as bad as people thought that they were. Oh my God. They weren't as bad as people assumed that they were. All right. They're just like everybody else. They just got something different, when it, which is called the anointing for God to use them in an hour such as this. Somebody say X-Men, the X-Men. So the X-Men of this time, all right, uh, always standing in the gap and never being seen. Woo, always doing something to help somebody else, but never being seen. Always out there on the front line, but never being seen. Oh my God, and never being acknowledged. The X-Men, yes, yes, yes. But God has anointed them to carry the weight of this time in which we are living. Oh my God. Some of us, let me tell you something. God showed me something. He said, let me tell you something. He said, the reason why you're restless, the reason why you're unsettled in your spirit, the reason why you can't seem to uh, get things together the way you want them to come together is because guess what? Hallelujah. God said, you're carrying the weight Oh my God of this time that we're in. Somebody got to carry the weight. And it's the X-Men, it's the chosen, it's the remnant that got to carry the weight of this season. They are the intercessors. They are the remnant. They are the chosen for such a time as this. Uh, you got to understand something and know that in this time in which we're living, this unfamiliar place that we are living because we've never been here before. We never, we don't understand what we're going through. We don't even know how this thing is going to end up, but we know that we trust God. We know that God has everything all under control. So the, the, the place and the unfamiliar place that we're in right now is changing our norm of everything and everyone. Amen. If you're, if you are an X-Men, if you are a remnant, all right, one thing, two things that you got to understand them. You got to be in prayer, right? And not only be in prayer, but you got to be in position and not only be in position, but you got to be ready. That's three things, right? Uh, you got to be in prayer. You got to be in position and you got to be ready. Sometimes I feel like I'm saying a broken record because I've been saying this thing over and over again, because God is saying you got to be in prayer, you got to be in position, and you got to be ready. This is not the time to be concerned about what other people are doing. This is not the time to figure out whether or not somebody like you or somebody don't like you. You are a remnant. You are X-Men. They ain't supposed to like you, but they will respect you by God. They're not supposed to like you, but they will respect you. Amen. In other words, guess what? They understand and they see the anointing on your life. And God is saying, you got to be ready. You got to be prepared. You got to be ready and you got to be in prayer. Those are the three things that you must do in this season. If you are a chosen remnant for this hour, you can't get away from prayer because you have to be an intercessor. You got to know how and you got to be able to hear the word of God come 
coming in this hour. This is not the time to be concerned whether or not other people, what other people are doing and how other people are doing it. But X-Men, the remnant, amen, they are postured for what to do what God tells them to do in this hour. They're not waiting for permission. If God said do it, that's what they're going to do. They're going to do it. If God says go, that's what they're going to do. They're going to go. If God says stop, then that's what they're going to do. They're going to stop. You got to be ready. The X-Men, the remnant in this hour, you got to be posture to being able to hear the voice of God. You cannot go in this season without hearing the voice of God, but you got to hear what God is saying and you got to hear what God is saying clearly. The X-Men, guess what happened? If you look at the movie, guess what happened? Charles Xavier had a special gift. Charles Xavier, the one that opened up the X-Men school, right? He had a special gift. He was able to talk to the mutants when nobody else can talk to them. He was able to communicate with them and they were able to hear Xavier without him ever opening up his mouth. My God, hallelujah. God saying, you gotta have an ear in this hour to hear what I'm saying because God said, I'm not being quiet. You just don't have an ear to to hear what I'm saying. So you got to know and you got to be able to know what God is saying in this hour. You have to be ready in position uh, to do what God has called you to do. Don't, it's now ain't the time to get shy. Now is not the time for you to get shy, but now is the time for you to be sitting on ready. I know some people say that when they're talking about fighting, but no, God said, I need you to sit on ready. I need you to be ready when I say move to move. I need you to be ready when I say speak, you speak. I need you to be ready when I say go, you go. God said, you got to be sitting on ready in this hour. Uh, the issue, let me tell you what the problem is. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what the problem is. The problem and the issue is, is that most of us ha uh, uh, is finding it difficult to shift uh, because we are stuck in the complacency of what was. Oh my God. We are stuck in the complacency of what was. That's what our problem is. We are stuck in this complacency. We got used to it being a certain way. We got used to living a certain way. Of course we did, because that was our norm in our world. But God said, now I'm shifting and I'm changing some things. And you got to let go of your complacency of what was. The difference between everyone else and the X-Men. Let me tell you why the X-Men are really not having a hard time. As I told you before, it appears as though they're having a hard time. And you've even questioned yourself as to that you're having a hard time in this pandemic during this COVID-19. The reason why you're having a hard time is because you are carrying the weight of this time. You are carrying the weight of this time. And when you are carrying a weight of something, guess what? It gets tiresome sometimes. It, 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 it becomes exhausting sometimes. And so sometimes you got to lay down and you got to rest to replenish your strength. Amen. The difference between everybody else and the X-Men in this season is that the X-Men, the remnant, the remnant are used to being different. Oh, you're used to being different and not flowing and living in the same manner of everybody else. 
You used to it. Amen. Let me tell you how you used to it. You used to being by yourself. My God, you used to, amen, hallelujah, not being called upon. You used to that. Only when those that need your help, only when those that need help from you, they'll call upon you because they know that you are a servant of God. They know that you got the answers. They know that you will make a way and you'll help them help them work out whatever they need to be worked out. They understand this. Amen. The X-Men, amen, they different than everybody else because they are, uh, they used to figuring things out as to how to survive they're used to it amen they're used to moving amen with restrictions upon them yes they are they're used to moving and making things happen with restrictions upon them the that's what in the movie the x-men let me tell you let me show you how what it is in the movie the x-men they couldn't be out in public with everybody else they couldn't go to the movie theater like everybody else they couldn't do this or that like everybody else they're used to moving in restrictions so they would get up early in the morning or they will wait until late at night when everybody was asleep and they'll come out and they'll be themselves they'll come out and they will my god they will come out amen and they will show off their gifts and their talent even though nobody was looking but they can be who they were in christ you can be who you are in christ you can be who you were, uh, who God has called you to be in Christ. The X-Men were able to be who they were when everybody else was not around. So they used to it. They were used to observing from afar off. My God, hallelujah. I will walk into a room and I will sit back just to observe. I tell people, sometimes you just got to watch the room. Sometimes you just got to sit back and watch the room. Uh, your presence will be made known. Guess what? Let me tell you something. There were times I went into places people didn't know me from a can of spray paint but when they would say god bless you woman of god uh listen i remember at a time i went to a car dealership and when i got there the man he, i was like no this is what i want this is how and he came up to me he said i'm gonna help you get what you want he said because i, I he said i believe you're a woman of god listen the, the, the anointing there would be something different about who you are there was something a different about how god has postured you there's something different about how God presents you. There's something different about how God communicates with you. You are an X-Men. You don't flow with the crowd, but God has chosen you for such a time as this. Somebody say the X-Men, the time of the remnant. Amen. Hallelujah. So I told you, amen. Some of us, we have a difficult time adjusting to what's happening. We're having a difficult time because everything is shifting from what we're used to. And we were, we're stuck in the complacency of what was. But you must remember what was. You have to remember what was, but adjust to what is and prepare for what is to come. My God. Listen, I'm gonna say that one more time. You gotta remember what was, but you gotta adjust to what is and you have to prepare for what is to come. This ain't the time to sit back and say, whoa, I think I want, I don't want to change. I don't want to go through all of that. It's just too much. No, it's time for you to adjust to what is so that you can prepare for what is to come. Because if you stay in what was, guess what? You want to miss God. You can't stay in what was, but you got to adjust to what it is. And that way you can prepare for what is to come. God is saying, 
saying it's time for you to shift all the way. It's time for you to accept the way things are right now so God can take you to what is to come and you can receive what God is trying to do in your life. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let, let, me, let me show you this. Let me show you this in the word of God. Let me show you this in the word of God. The word of God says, I mean, that God had a people. He chose a people. He chose a people by the name of the Israel nation, right? He chose this tribe, the Israel, the Israelites. He chose them. The children of Israel, when God was preparing them to leave Egypt, listen, they were preparing to shift, right? They were preparing to shift. When God was preparing them to leave Egypt, there were things that took place before they were able to completely shift out of Egypt, right? There was, all right? Let's look at this. The first thing was God had to prove and show the people who he was or who he is. God had to prove and show the people who he is. In other words, God had, God said, I stopped everything that you were used to. What did God do in this time? In this COVID-19, God stopped the whole entire world. When the children of, when God was preparing the children of Israel, he stopped everything. Amen. He made sure that they understood who he was and who he is. <coughs> Excuse me. The second thing, God had to allow a resistance to oppose what he was saying to prove that he will, that, excuse me, that he that his will was best. God had to amen, allow a resistance to oppose what he said, what he was saying to prove he will, amen, that his will was best. Let me say that one more time because I think I'm jacking it up, all right? All right, God, how to allow a resistance, amen, of what he was saying, amen, to prove that his will was best. God had to allow a resistance. What did God do? He, the Bible says that as he began to call Moses and he put Moses in position, what happened? He began to tell Moses to tell the people certain things, right? And so what happened is now that God tells Moses, I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to what? Let my people go. Moses says, like, listen, listen, the people knew that Moses was going to Pharaoh to talk to Pharaoh about letting the children of Israel leave Egypt. And guess what happened? The Bible says that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. God had to allow resistance to come into play to prove that his will was best, that what he was saying was going to happen. God had to allow resistance. And what? how do we equate that today? Look at the politics in today. Look how much resistance is coming about. Look how they're pulling and pushing and Lord God talking away from one another. Look how they're doing that in the political arena. Resistance from the government, resistance from the mayors, resistance from the president. It's so much resistance coming about and everybody's trying to hear what God is saying. God said, don't worry about it because guess what? His word is going to have the last say so. Amen. The third thing, amen. The third thing, amen. God had to, he had to position and posture a leader for the people. 
before the people can completely shift into what God was trying to give them and to what God was trying to do, guess what? He had to position and posture a leader for the people who was by the name of Moses, a man who was by the name of Moses. In this day and age, amen, there, this is this will be more than one, amen. Because God is not just talking to amen, the nation of Israel in, in, in a group of people, but God is talking to the world at this time. God is talking to amen, a, a full global world. He's talking to everyone in this world in this time. Amen. And so what's happening, there are going to be more than one significant leader readying the remnant. Amen. Some of y'all don't realize, but God said, I have made you. I have kept you behind the scenes. I have kept you out of the sight of everybody else because God said you are an X-Men to me. You are somebody special to me. You are been you have been chosen because God said I am positioning you and posturing you to be a significant leader in helping to lead the people of God in this hour, in this time. You God said I am readying a remnant in this time. God said I am readying the X-Men, the anointed ones, the chosen ones in this hour. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. And so God had to position and posture a leader in this hour. All right. Yes, he did. And then next, next thing you find out that, amen, the fourth thing is that he had to allow circumstances to happen to get the people's attention toward him by allowing plagues and famines to come into the land. By allowing plagues to come and famine to come into the land. Excuse me. So God had to. Yes, he did. Listen, what would I say? He had to allow circumstances to happen to get the people's attention toward him by allowing plagues and famine to come into the land. Uh, what happened? What happened? COVID-19 came in and slammed everybody. COVID-19 came in and shut down everything. And mass production came to a screeching halt. Mass production slowed down. And at one given point in time, amen, it's still now when you go into the supermarkets, the shelves are not plenteous the way that they used to be, amen, when at one point in time, there were things that we could not get in the land, everything came to a screeching halt, things, supplies were, supplies were not plenteous the way they used to be, COVID-19 shut down everything, so God had to allow circumstances to happen to get the people's attention. This is the th these are the things that God had to do before he completely shifted his people. Amen. One, the number five, once God felt that he had had the people's attention and that the moment of uncertainty, God tells them that the people, God tells the people now to prepare. 
Where are we at right now? We're at the moment of uncertainty. When God had the children of Israel at the point, at the place, the moment of uncertainty, because they went back and forth. Moses went back and forth with Pharaoh. Plagues were coming in the land. So they were at the place of uncertainty. They said, Moses said that God said he was going to take us from this. Amen. But every time he goes to Pharaoh, Pharaoh says no. Amen. They said, Moses said that God has chosen us but every time he goes to Pharaoh amen God Pharaoh says no God plagues keep coming in the land everything keeps coming in the land and guess what God said now we're at the place of uncertainty we don't know what's going to happen next month we we don't even know what's going to happen at the end of this month uh, we're at the place of uncertainty we don't know whether or not everything's going to shut down holistically again, even though I believe that it is. Amen. Things are going to shut that down. We don't know how the school system is going to work out. We're at the place of uncertainty. And at the place of uncertainty, God tells his people to prepare. Oh my God. My God, God tells his people to prepare in Exodus, the 11th chapter, the fourth through the ninth verse and read the 12th chapter. We don't have time to go there tonight. Amen. So God tells the people to prepare. And verse six, he says, prepare to get in position, get ready to move. What did God tell them? Oh, my God. He told them to prepare, get ready, get in position and get ready to move. Because this time the last plague is the death angel. He tells them how to prepare it. He says, sprinkle the blood over the doorpost and the death angel will pass by your dwelling. And not only that, this is what he tells them. He says, I want you to make some bread. And when you make some cakes, when you make some bread, make it without leaven. Make, don't put no leaven in it. He tells them to cook the meat after they have killed the lamb, after they have done those things and sprinkle the blood, cook the meat. He says, and this is what I want you to do. Look, look. Look, he tells them to get ready. He says, listen, I want you to eat with your shoes on. I want you to eat with the clothes that you're going to wear when it's time for you to leave. Oh, my God. That's what he tells them. He, he tells them that's what I want you to do. He tells them to prepare and get in position and get ready to move. Why? Why is God telling us this? Why is God telling us to get prepare, get in position and get ready to move? Why is God saying this? He's saying this, he says, because overnight your life is going to change forever. My God, my God. Oh God. God said overnight your life is going to change forever. Your life ain't going to look the same. Everything around you ain't going to look the same. But God said your life is going to change forever. One night is going to change your whole entire life. Some of y'all on the brink of being in the best place that you've ever been in before. Some of y'all are about to walk into total abundance. Guess what? Because that's what God was taking the children of Israel. I told you in this time, we must remember what was and but adjust to what is and prepare for what is to come. The children of Israel, amen, they had to remember what was. God said, told them in, in Exodus, the 12th chapter, the 14th through the 20 verse, he gives them the blueprint and the layout to remember. God said, I don't want you to forget this time. I don't want you to forget what happened. We're 
we'll get to our taxes, but just bear with me. I'm laying the foundation on tonight. I'm laying this foundation. I love it. My God, listen, listen. In the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter, the 14th to the 20th verse, God gives them the blueprint. He tells Moses, tell the people, they got to remember what happened. They got to remember what I did for them way back in Egypt. And that's where they get the Passover festival or the Passover festival. It's a memorial to remember what God had did for them when they were in Egypt, how God preserved them when plagues came in the land, how God kept them when they was when famine came in the land, how God had made, kept their lives when the death angel came and took out, amen, hallelujah, the children of Pharaoh, amen, God, amen, God said, this is the time for you to remember, but you got to adjust to what is so that you can prepare for what is to come. The people's lives will forever be changed in just one night. Somebody said in one night, God said in one night, I'm going to change your life overnight because the death angel came in the midnight hour. The death angel came over the night watch and God said I'm going to change your life in one night my God hallelujah hallelujah amen they went from the children of Israel. This is what God is saying. The children of Israel, they went from amen, a comfortable and complacent place of an in bondage of a traditional systematic worship to other gods and deity. Did God not shut down this thing? Did God not make this thing happen? Look at that. We were getting complacent. We were getting comfortable in our worship. We even got to the place where we, amen, we even got to the place where we, we even forgot about God. We weren't really worshiping God. We had the form of godliness, but we were denying the power thereof. We had the form of godliness, but was denying the power thereof. We got to the place God said, that, amen, the children of Israel was at the place of comfortable complacency. That's where they were at, in bondage. How can you get comfortable in bondage? My God, how can you get complacent in bondage? My God, they got so comfortable and complacent in bondage that they was worshiping other gods and other deities. Amen. So they were going from that to God said, now I'm going to give you a land to occupy yourself. My God, I'm going to give you ownership of over this thing. I'm going to give you dominion over this thing. And they were going to do this despite amen, the idolatrous nature, nations that were living in the land. God said, I'm going to give you a land that they, they, they're idolaters. I'm going to give you a land of the Canaanites. And, and they don't do nothing. They don't worship me. They don't love me. I'm just going to give you their land. That's why the Bible says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Don't y'all realize that God is about to usher some of y'all into a place of abundance and wealth, all because you are X-Men, all because you're part of the remnant, all because God said, now is the time that I am going to show you who I am in this time, in this world, at this place. God says, some of y'all about to walk in y'all abundance. My God, my God, hallelujah. Amen. The X-Men, 
right? The X-Men are superhero team of mutants founded by Professor Xavier. They are dedicated to help fellow mutants and swore to protect the world. God said, do I got any X-Men, amen, that swear that they're gonna uphold the kingdom of God? Do I got any X-Men that are going to, amen, step out and say, for God I live and for God I die? Do I got any X-Men, any remnant that says that I will intercede on behalf of the kingdom of God? I will intercede on behalf of my community. I will intercede on behalf of my family. I will intercede on behalf of amen, my church and the churches at large, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the ecclesia. Do God said, do I got a remnant that's going to come forth and show forth his praises in this land? And God said, you are the ones, you're the ones, amen, that God said, I'm going to use in this hour. You are are the X-Men. You are the remnant, the chosen of God. And God said, I'm going to use you in this hour. Hallelujah. And this time, God said, you even, you even preparing you behind the scenes for such a time as this. He's been letting you know, hallelujah, even in the midnight hour when you didn't understand, God said, I'm letting you know that I was preparing you for such a time as this. This time is now for the remnant to come forth, take your rightful place, be in position, and get ready to do what God has told you to do. My my God, hallelujah. God said, and when you do what I told you to do, God said, when you go forth the way that I tell you to go forth, when you adhere to what I'm saying, God said, I'm going to, it's going to just be one night. I'm going to change your whole life around. One night. God said, I'm going to change it. God said, and when I do change it, he said, he's going to give you a blessing. Amen. A Joshua 24 and 13 blessing. My God, a Joshua 24 and 13. What did he say? He said, God said, I'm going to give you a Joshua 24 and 13. Somebody put that on the screen. Joshua 24 and 13 blessing. Hashtag Joshua 24 and 13 blessing. What does it say? It says, and I have given you a land for which you did not labor in cities, which you did not build and dwell in them. You will dwell in them in a vineyards and olive yards, which you did not plant. The New Living Translation says, I gave you land you had not worked on. My God. And I gave you towns. You did not build. Some of y'all about to get some property. Some of y'all about to, y'all don't even realize you're about to get some property. You're about to be able to expand what you're doing. I know you cramped up in your house trying to make this thing happen, but God said, I'm about to give you a building, a space so that you can have a greater impact. Oh my God. Guess what he said? He said, I'm going to give you land you had not worked on. I'm going to give you towns you did not build. The towns where you are now living. Look at that. The towns where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food. In other words, God said, I'm going to make sure you not want for nothing. You're not going to go hungry. You're not going to go lacking. You're not going to, my God, you're not going to lose anything. But God said, I'm going to make sure 
that you're well taken care of, vineyards and olive groves for food. Though you did not plant them, Jesus, my God, though you did not plant them, some of y'all about to get a Joshua 24 and 13 blessing. You are part of the remnant in this hour. And God is saying, because you are part of the remnant, it's time for you to get in position. You can't wait any longer. You can't question God anymore. But you got to know with a surety that God is speaking to you and he is telling you what to do. This ain't the time for you to try to figure it out. But God said, you got to know that it's my voice that you're hearing. And the only way that you're going to have with a surety, don't get me wrong. You need someone with wisdom to speak into your life. And not only that, the word of God, and you got to be in prayer. God will talk back to you and confirm his word that he has spoken with you. He will either, he will confirm it in his written word or he will confirm it. Through a man or a woman of God. He will. Let me tell y'all something. The X-Men. Are saying that. It's time. Their time is now. I think it was the last series of the X-Men. Where the X-Men came out. They banned it. Listen, listen. It wasn't a whole lot of them. It wasn't. It's only, it was only a remnant. It was only a remnant. It's on a small group of them. And that's what a remnant is. A remnant is, a remnant is not the masses. A remnant is a chosen group of people that God has set aside to do a great work. We're going to show you on next week. We're going to go further into our text. I laid the foundation on tonight. But we're going to go further into our text next week. We're going to dive into Isaiah. Uh, 37, 30 through 32. We're going to dive into that book, Isaiah. And I'm going to show you some things. What God, is, what God has shown me and told me. Listen, the word of God got to come to me first before I deliver it to you all. Romans 11 and 5 says, so too at the, excuse me, so too at the present time. Listen, so too at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Somebody put that up there. Romans 11 and five. So too at the present time, right now, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Some of y'all been chosen by grace. You, you looking at your life, you say, I don't even know. I don't even know how he even chose me. But God said, there's a reason why. There's a reason why you got to know who you are in this hour. We're going to come back next week. We're going to dive into Isaiah 37, 30 through 32. Well, we're going to dive into Isaiah, the, the chapter, actually the chapter. And I'm going to show you what God says about X-Men. You're going to see what God says. Amen. And we're going to bring Daniel and jo Joel into all of this. Like I told you, we might have a part three to all of this. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us on tonight for our Bible study, for our biblical tools, 
Tuesday. We thank God for each and every one of you. And we're going to continue to pray for you. Meet us tomorrow. Meet us tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. for breaking of day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. So we're going to meet you tomorrow morning. Amen. At 6.30 a.m. for breaking of day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. If you were on that last breaking of day prayer conference call, or if you didn't see it, you can go back and watch the video or um, you can um, uh, go to our YouTube channel and watch it as well. Let me tell y'all, I'm still praying over those children. I have people that's inboxing me more children's names. And so we're still praying over those children. And so we're believing God to meet us tomorrow morning at 630 a.m. Continue to stay prayerful. Continue to know that you are the X-Men. You are the remnant. You're the one that God has called out, has chosen for such a time as this. Now is your time to come out. To give your gifts, your talents will make room for you in this time. In this, During this time, your gifts and your talent is going to make room for you. We're going to dive into that. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you all. Thank you so, so very much. Thank you all for joining us. Let us pray on tonight. Thank God that you all made it through the storm. Um, um, Elder Elder Marquita, because you you closer to New York, so I don't know if Jersey's getting hit now or not. But I know New York. I think New York around that upper area, New York was still getting some rain and stuff like that. And so we thank God for you all. So we're praying for those that are still trying to go battle through this weather as well. And so we thank God for you. Um, uh, God bless you. Hey. Brother Kelly, God bless you. Thank you all so very much. Come on, let us pray on tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We thank you for the word that has going forth. We ask that you, uh, Lord God, keep the word in our hearts that we may not sin against you. We ask, Lord God, that you will continue to move upon your people. God, we thank you, Lord God, for the chosen. We thank you for the rim that we thank you for the X-Men that you are putting in pl place and in position, God. We thank you because God was shifting, God. And Lord God, hallelujah, from what was to what is. And God, hallelujah, we're believing you, God, because you're preparing us for what is to come. And God, even now, God, we thank you, Lord God, for the fresh wind and the fresh anointing that's going to blow in your people's lives, God. We Thank you, Lord God, for the, the gifts and the talents that are going to come forth like never before. People are going to be amazed at who you're going to use in this hour, God. People are going to be amazed for how you're going to, Lord God, set people up and take people down, God. And Father, I pray right now, God, that you will prepare those that are standing and waiting in the gap, God. That you will prepare and ready those that, Lord God, hallelujah, that has been trusting you all along the way, God. I pray, Lord God, that you will prepare and ready them right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, those that have been praying and seeking your face, God, those that have been serving God, those that have been, Lord God, hallelujah, taking you at your word, God, even though, Lord God, people have not been listening, people have not been acknowledging, people have not been seeing them, but God, I pray right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, that you will pull them to the forefront, God, and that you will use them like never before, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God, for the anointing and the fresh anointing 
realizing that you're pouring out upon your people, even in this time during this COVID-19. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for what you're going to do and how you're doing it right now in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that you will give your people ears to hear what the Spirit has to say, God. I pray that you will touch their ear gates, God. I pray, Lord God, that you will open them up, God, to hear your voice and your voice alone, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we're standing on your word and your promises that you're going to do exactly what you said you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we bless you. We glorify you and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord and we magnify his holy and his righteous name. Hallelujah. Amen. Until we meet together again, hallelujah, we say God bless you. We love you and may heaven smile upon you. Hallelujah. And so uh, um, join us tomorrow morning again at 6.30 a.m. for Breaking of Day Prayer Conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. God bless you. Have an awesome, awesome evening.